Paul's Call is brought to you by Brooklyn Betting. For the best sleep ever, go to brooklynbetting.com. Hey, it's your call, man. No, no. it's your call. No, it's your, your call. call. No, no, it's your call. Hey, nitwits, it's Paul's Call. Hey, you can't have baseball without the ceremonial first pitch. We welcome Dr. Anthony Fauci, director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, to throw out the ceremonial first pitch. Diminutive American. By the way, that's fake crowd noise. All right, let's just cite that right there. That was a lot of crowd noise. That was fake, concocted. But the fine diminutive American taking the mound last night. Dr. Anthony Fauci is a big fan of the Washington Nationals. So they've invited Dr. Fauci to throw out the ceremonial first pitch. That was the lead up. Big fan. Big, big fan. Yeah, no fans here. A little bit awkward. So no pressure on Dr. Fauci. Throwing out the first pitch, and it is a doozy, not even close. Just a bit outside. No fans and no chance whatsoever on that pitch. You know it's bad when you're watching the center field camera. All right, you got the camera angle, and the pitch leaves the frame. <laughs> Dr. Fauci, when you're ready, it's your pitch. Oh. That was field level. Did you hear the player going, oh, boy, oh, yeah. oh boy. As a diminutive American, why didn't he throw from 30 feet, Paul? I and understand. then just like 50 Cent and Mariah Carey, don't even get on Burnsy, it gets played nonstop on every platform now. The first pitch everyone's talking about this morning. <laughs> right. Dr. Anthony Fauci throwing the ball way outside. It, it looked like he was trying to shot put the baseball. I mean, you know, I mean, it, Just hey, like doc, Dr. Fauci, is that a throwing motion? <laughs> oh, he wants it. <laughs> or is that some sort of convulsion or muscle spasm? The pitch clocked at just 17 miles per hour. No way. Many fans <laughs> saying Dr. Fauci was just trying to flatten the curve. <laughs> right. And didn't want anyone to catch anything. <laughs> just trying to flatten that curve, or he didn't want anyone to catch anything. <laughs> Everyone's a comedian. As the Nats game last night, Quintessential 2020, was it not? It ends with a rainout after starting with a pitch out that went into the dugout. That sums up basically how 2020 has gone, and if that is any indicator of how it will proceed forward. Hey, what kind of voice is that? What is he was kind of barking there. That was, was that not? was like the TV guy for the Nats. I mean, <laughs> we're just this is crazy. We're hoping not. I mean, I mean, I think we all felt his pain out there last night, right? I mean, his COVID keister <laughs> blowing in the wind out there. As he stands awkwardly, you want to get away? He's right. trying to get off that field as fast as he can. Fauci checking <laughs> out. That's real-life fake broadcast guy. That's Ron Burgundy doing the game, Paul. So Fauci going all Seacrest out. Uh, I mean, even our aim is much better, even with the sawed-off shotgun of sports. Sports takes, and oh, look at this, Tori Lovello raking and ripping in Wolf's direction. He would be getting red-tagged right now. It's like you're not committed to opening day the way everybody else is. I'm going to sense that. And there's no way that he can can just blow us off this easy. Bam! I don't know what, what's more important than Arizona Diamondback baseball right now, but he needs to clean that up a little bit. So that's good. Doug teeing up Tori Lovello there to rip Wolf. Uh, that's right. a good two-man game he got there. That's a nice battery, if you will, baseball parlance, if you will, Doug. So. Yes, well I was trying to carry Paul, Tori. <laughs> oh, As I see. Turns out you guys really should have had Wolf as he underwhelmed on the Big Red Rage. <laughs> Hit the button, please. The Dude. Factor. Dude. You know who else, Tori, needs to clean up their act? Not just Wolf, but 
the Super Bowl champions. Dude. Oh. Until the last week or so, Doug, the last uh, that we had heard of and when we left the Kansas City Chiefs. You got to fight right. for your right yeah. to That had been the last we'd heard of the Chiefs, Travis Kelsey, right there. But, you know, it's one thing when Kelsey is all boozed up at this Super Bowl parade. Dude. But when other Chiefs Pro Bowlers here in July are still drunk on the Lombardi Trophy, like Chris Jones played the clip. Most importantly, let the fans know, baby, this is only the beginning. Be prepared to have another parade and another Uh-oh. parade and another parade because we're going to make sure we bring not one, not two, two, not three, not four, but five-plus rings to Kansas City. You know, it's been 50 years. The wait has been great, but the wait is over now. So we had that prediction this week, hashtag LeBron. Dude. Now, because it can always get worse, we have another Kansas City Chiefs Pro Bowler. The fastest dude in the NFL, Tyreek Hill, saying. We're definitely creating something special here in KC, so I don't see why not. Why stay five? Um, why not go seven rings? You know wow. what I'm saying? So oh. right now we just chasing joy. You know what I'm saying? So that's what we do. So I'm going over five. And I'm I, 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 oh, so yeah. this goes beyond dude factor at this point. Come on, bro. Even Bruce Arians, when the BNBA stands for blunt or boisterous, even BA wouldn't say once again. We're definitely creating something special here in KC. So I don't see why not. Why stay five? Um, why not go seven rings? Okay, you know wow. what I'm saying? So, right there. Right now. right there. Calvisi Consulting, the Pauly Pigskin Division, highly recommends the same thing we said for LeBron is these guys need to book an appointment with Dr. Phil and regain your mental health, Casey. LeBron has to figure out what right. his needs are and express them. Yeah. <laughs> By the way. Tom Brady, moments ago, talking some social media trash at Tom Brady, tweeting out that Tyree quote you just heard and saying, and I'm quoting Tom Brady now, totally agree with at Cheetah. Why not go seven rings? He's got six. (laughs) He's got six. He's the only one that can say that legitimately. He's he's the (laughs) only one who can talk that trash. That's pretty good. That's that's fantastic. All right, not good. Speaking of checking your mentals, what is DeAndre Ayton doing? Over on the side is Ayton. Three-pointer. Shazam! Right. How about that? Things we don't need is the Sun 7-footer who hasn't even mastered his game in the paint, now shooting outside the arc where Devin Booker resides. Yeah, man. You know, I'm excited to see one go down for him. You know, he, he's put the work in. You know, after practice, you see him shooting from that same corner. Yeah. But he shot it with confidence, and, you know, he's put that work in to be able to shoot it with that type of confidence. So, you know, that's a good step on his birthday. Okay. Now, we can debate the value here and the, the cost-benefit ratio of devoting time to your three-point game. Uh, but just to demonstrate that it can always get worse, it does. Here's a headline this morning. Suns fan must get this crazy face tattoo because DeAndre Ayton nailed a scrimmage three. Oh, come on! I saw that. Oh. A Suns fan named Andrew made a bold claim that he would get a, quote, dominating tattoo <laughs> on his face if Ayton ever hit a three. The Suns' official Twitter account kept a receipt of this fan's earlier tweet, and now he says he's willing to live up to his promise. Oh, wow. no. He wow. tweeted out, looks like I'm getting a dominating face tat. We are gathered here together Dude. to join Franklin yeah. no, and no, Marissa. Don't do it. <laughs> hey, buddy, <coughs> don't do it. Yeah, Paul. You can still acclaim its exhibition and not count it. Big finish. It's time once again for <laughs> No Comprendo. 
If you're still eating breakfast, we apologize in advance. It's going to be real bad. A-Dub, I had to regroup after I heard this story on ESPN 620 AM. A team of Japanese doctors shared details of the case of a woman suffering throat irritation. Hit the brakes right there. (laughs) What do you think might be causing the throat irritation? What could be the diagnosis here? A woman suffering throat irritation who actually had a live worm inside her tonsil. (laughs) A worm? in her throat and we're not talking about dennis rodman no comprendo what in the sam name of gag reflex is going on here the woman complained about the throat irritation five days after eating sashimi somehow during her meal she powered down either a worm or the larva this is absolutely gross so she spent five days experiencing throat irritation. When she came into the hospital, the medical team discovered a one and a half inch black worm alive and living inside of her tonsil. <laughs> Come on now. No comprendo. The good news, all is fine as the doctors were up to the task. The worm was removed using tweezers. <laughs> so, Can you imagine how shocked she must have been? If you think a COVID test is bad with a swab up the nose, uh, it really can always get worse. <laughs> That's it. It's Friday. Do, da, yeah. Come on. Sierra Nevada time. We are so out of here. He's gone. Oh, mama. That's ball skull. Thank you, Paul.